This is the Wayne Ayers Podcast. The Wayne Ayers Podcast. Woohoo! Time to wake your ass up for a blessed day. What's up, everybody? This is the Wayne Ayers Podcast, episode 53. We have a very special guest coming on very soon. Hey, how are you? Pretty good. How are you doing, Kennedy? I appreciate you. Doing great. Thank you. That's good. I appreciate you coming on. I know you're super busy, you know. Um, How's how's it filming? How's it like filming season four for um, Nancy Drew right now? It's been really great. Uh, it's wonderful to come back. It's sort of like uh, it, it kind of feels like senior year of, of high school in a way. Like, you know, everybody and you know each other all really well at this point And everybody kind of I don't know. Everybody's a little gutsier, I think, and the things they're willing to try. And it's a blast. We all really like each other. So that really helps. And yeah, it's been fantastic. I think the story is going in a really great direction. And yeah. Um, how's how's like Vancouver right now? I know is it like hot, cold? I don't know. Oh I don't know my god, <laughs> it's so hot right now. We're definitely experiencing a pretty major heat wave at the moment. Um, yeah, it's been intense. There's so many shows that shoot here, and quite a number we shut down because if we were filming outside on docks and boats, and in it was a crazy heat wave, and we had to shut down because it, it was just insanely hot. So yeah, hopefully that'll pass, but it's also, it's only sunny and hot in Vancouver for maybe three months and then it's rain nonstop. So we're trying to enjoy it. <laughs> Do you enjoy sitting more in the summer or, in, or like during the other times? Kind of oh, yeah. like the snow, rain, you know, could be fun, but also summer, it can't be summertime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, I love shooting in the summer. It's really nice when we don't have rain. Though it can be really hot and oftentimes we're not shooting in the show. It's not the season that we're actually shooting in. So we're either very hot or very cold while we're shooting everything. Um, It's just that always seems to happen that way. And then once it gets rainy, it's kind of nice because it suits the mood of the show really well. So I feel like that part of it is good. But then, you know, it's rainy all the time and your clothes are getting wet all the time and everybody's having to redo your hair like 18 times a day. Um, but, you know. No, that's amazing. Oh, also, I forgot to say congratulations. I know you're married. Uh, this is my first time interview. So, so let me oh, just say congratulations. I know you, I think it was during the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, uh, so, we're still planning on having a proper wedding at, at some point here, but. <laughs> But yeah, we were engaged for almost two years and we're just like, I don't know when this pandemic is going to be over. I don't know when I'm ever going to have a free moment to plan a wedding. Because that's the thing as an actor is you just never know what your life's going to look like. Like, am I going to Spain for the next eight months tomorrow? I don't know. So it's really difficult to plan. So yeah, we just uh, we just kind of went for it. Uh, that's dope. All right. Yeah. But uh, I know your fans, like I told them I was interview you and they like, yo, you got to ask her this. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so like, I know the first thing I know they wanted me to ask you is like, does like, I know Nancy and Ace are going through it right now. Like it just, they can't catch a break. 
Mm-hmm. Like, did they finally get some peace, some happiness <laughs> in season four, maybe? Well, I can't say too much without spoiling everything. Um, that being said, I think this is very much a new chapter for them in their relationship with each other and their openness with each other and their ability to lean on each other emotionally is at an all time high. And I I think that's something that I've really wanted Nancy to kind of be able to have that experience with someone and be really emotionally vulnerable with someone else. So that's definitely a part of it. There is, I, I will say, I think it'll be unexpected the way that the writers have kind of taken this curse and what they have to deal with, what the two characters have to deal with in terms of their relationship with each other and how to navigate that. I, I read a lot of, I love reading what fans have to say about the show and I read a lot of people's theories and stuff and everyone is wrong so far. So uh, I think it'll be really unexpected and really satisfying. It's, it's, I mean, in, in the nature of our show, it's, incredibly romantic and beautiful and absolutely heart-wrenching and painful and you know all of the above (laughs) yeah I know like the season three writing was like just top tier cut even like the ending with the whole like illusion and everything oh my god I I was was like okay I see what you guys did there (laughs) but I want to know like what do you think Ace's reaction to like kind of felt like Nancy's kind of pushing him away because we all know why but like what do you think Ace's reaction is going to be when he actually finds out Well, I think, you know, without giving away anything that actually happens, um, I think, A, I think he'll be relieved (laughs) because, well, in some ways, obviously it's horrible news to receive. That's like, oh, I can't ever be with the girl that I love. Great. Super cool. Um, But at the same time, what's I think is what's so heartbreaking about his story and at the end of season three is how sort of, he feels like Nancy's rejecting him because he's not enough. And it's so painful. It's so tragic. And and Alex has played it so beautifully. And just at least to know that he's not, I mean, it's so, to have the interactions that they've had with each other and then to be told something that's so, you know, for Nancy to tell him, no, I'm not interested in you in that way. It's such a like, breach of reality for, for him. He'd be like, wait, what? we were, we almost just kissed. What are you talking about? And I think in some ways it'll be relieving for him to know that of course she loves him and uh, there's just other things going on. I, I know like, I know like all the seasons been really good. I want to know like, what's your, what's been your favorite season? Like for shoot? Mm. Well, I feel like, experientially season one I barely remember it was like I like blacked out (laughs) it was just it was my first big job and I was just trying to keep my head above water um but there are moments in that I see clips from it you know and and it's really nostalgic I think that the whole dead Lucy arc and everything about Nancy and her parentage and, and all of that is that's the base of the show and so I have a lot of love in that regard I think for me I loved season two because it was so different and the whole Wraith arc was really satisfying to play because I think there's a lot of people that think that they added that in at the end, but it was a part of the season from the very beginning. 
and it was something that I was sort of working with our creators and the showrunner of incorporate and all the directors that came in of incorporating that sort of transition for Nancy and all of these moments with the Wraith and when the Wraith was taking over. And that was something we've coordinated since the very beginning and was a really fun thing uh, as an actor to map out that progression in a way that it wouldn't stand out to the audience that they were missing something big, but it would be noticeable enough that when they watch it again, they'll see it. So that was just a really satisfying character arc to play. No, I thought season two was like a really, I, I love, uh, really my favorite seasons are season two and season three. I did yeah. like season three, the end for me, I was like, oh, I, I really had it. Oh yeah. I think the season <laughs> three finale is my favorite episode by a long shot. And it was an absolute mammoth shoot, but so satisfying. It's just like every day coming to work being like, okay, today's the day that my dad dies. <laughs> like today's the day that I, my true love dies in my arms. So today's the day I have to kill this woman and save the world. It just was like a total dramatic actor's feast. It was awesome. How long did that take to shoot? I know. I feel like that took a, at least a week. Well, yeah. We, so every, we have eight days to shoot every episode. And so we shoot every episode in eight days, including that one, which is hilarious that we shoot we shot like, cause that episode, I don't know how easy it is to see from the outside, but there was so much going on in that episode and a lot that got cut out. The original draft of it was way longer and then it got cut down. And then in editing, it got cut down again and we lost, it's, it's crazy. And there's just, there was like eight episodes inside that episode and we shot it in the same amount of time as we shoot every other episode. I know you just said you got cut down. Was there any moments that people like would really love to see like a certain part of the episode that got <laughs> cut out? They're like, yo, I really would want to see that. Um, well, this is, I, I've mentioned this on Twitter one time and people really ran with it. So I'll elaborate a little more. Uh, when Nancy first goes into Ace's apartment after the hallucination. So she, the hallucination has happened and we're back in real life and she's going into his apartment. There's a little bit that got cut out where she kind of goes up and, and is, you know, before she grabs his morgue ID and he walks in and the scene starts, she's kind of holding this um, flannel shirt that is his, that in the hallucination, this also, this bit got cut out that after Nancy and Ace have, you know, spent the night together and they wake up together and she's like, I'm going to go get us breakfast. She, there's a shot that we didn't end up using where she grabs that flannel and puts it on. And then we see her in it in the actual edit of the finale. We see her in it walking with the bagels and then she sees Ryan's portion. Um, so then there was the bit where she walks in and finds the flannel after the hallucination is over and she's like, Oh my God, it's, you know, this is the shirt that I wore of his. And, you know, there's that's those two little moments I think were really beautiful, but not necessary for the story. So it didn't make the cut, but that's what that was about. And I think that that would make some people happy to hear. No. Yeah. <laughs> I know you, Leah, Madison are like best, like best. It seems like you guys are besties on set. Totally. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, but what's like one thing you like about each of them? Hmm. Leah really, I think, brings out, I can tend to, at work especially, get a little too serious. 
which serves me in some ways, but I can kind of get intense about things. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you know, we're just shooting a TV show. It's not a big deal. Um, and she really brings out, I think the looser side of me and really, I don't know. I think she's hilarious and she makes people laugh all the time and she's not afraid to be embarrassed. And I really love that about her. Uh, Madison is so, she's so good at letting things roll off her back. She's just very in the moment. And when things go wrong, they go wrong. It's not a big deal. It's freezing cold. Who cares? It's, you know, she's just very calm in that sort of way and just really easy to be around. And yeah, I love that about her. No, that's a dope. Uh, I know. I feel like the Drew crew is going to be like, are they going to be separated in a little bit in season four? Well, I think a lot of the season is about becoming an adult and each of their own personal journeys in that way. So from a career perspective, even they're all kind of starting their official adult lives in a lot of ways. They've moved out of their parents' houses if they lived there before. You know, Nancy's opened her investigator in uh, business uh, and George is studying law. Bess is the new keeper of the historical society. Nick is sort of figuring out where he stands with everything now that Nick and George are broken up. Ace just started working at the morgue. So there's sort of all of these kind of branches that have, have happened. Um, so in some ways, yes, but the uniting, A, they all love and care about each other and they'll always be together, but there's also the sort of primary mystery of the season, which kicks off in the first episode, inherently unites them and, and they'll all be working together to solve that throughout the, the season. Oh, that's oh, okay. Okay, I thought it would probably be later on, but that sounds good. Oh, uh, oh, when does when does it come uh, coming back in January or February? Uh, we don't have <laughs> a premiere date yet, but it will be in the spring or oh, you know, early winter, winter, winter spring. Oh, okay. I was about to say it's spring, spring in about? terms of the in terms of TV language, which is sort of like fall premieres and spring premieres, which start in January. I know. Oh, I also want to ask you this. I know like with the recent, did you guys shoot like season four? Like it's going to be the last one. I know like CW has been canceling everything. Like, or well, God, it's, it's, uh, it's bloody out there. <laughs> yeah. I, when that came out, I, my agent and I were like, how are we still here? <laughs> um, I feel so lucky that, that we're still on the air. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if uh, if the writers are planning for that. That's definitely not the vibe okay, around cool. set. But, you okay. know, we don't have all the episodes yet. I, I have no idea how the season ends. Um, but no, I no. And as far as I know, I think everybody is is planning and hoping to continue the show as long as we're able to. Okay, sweet. I was just like, yeah. yo, when that day showed, they canceled like 20 shows. I was like, wow, I did. I'd never seen They canceled the entire network. But no, <laughs> it was it was crazy. I was like, okay, this is uh, interesting. I know Nancy Drew is like an iconic character. Like, if you yeah. could play like another iconic character on a CW show, like, which, which mm-hmm. character would you want to be? That's a great question. Well, Nancy, I mean, I would have picked Nancy Drew if I wasn't already Nancy Drew. I've always loved Nancy Drew. So the fact that I get to do this is still very surreal to me. Um, I'm not a huge superhero person. 
people always ask like, oh, don't you want to play a superhero? It's like, eh, eh, sure. I don't know. It's, it's exhausting. Everything I hear about the filming of those shows is so exhausting. They're like, yeah, we're up all night and we just shoot these fight scenes over and over and over and over again. Um, that being said, I get, uh, people bring up Batgirl a lot, uh, for me, just because I kind of look like the comic illustration, uh, that would be pretty fun. I, um, I, I also really, I would love to play sort of iconic sort of villain. I think that would be really fun. Like a poison Ivy. Oh yeah. I would totally do that. I, I mean, I think Warner Brothers still looking for poison Ivy. So, you know, hey, and they listen to and you already with Warner, you already under it. So you might as well just make, make it happen. Yeah. Hey. Um, if you could put Nancy Drew in another like CW show to see like, to help them with whatever they need like what cb what cw show would you see her in hmm that's a good one like me personally i'd be like oh if you put her in a flash that'd be kind of cool oh that would be amazing i think any sort of i think that would be great i've heard grant is very lovely so i really just care about people being nice and then i'm i'm good to go with that <laughs> i know also i know you uh i know you were appeared in an episode on or before nancy drew did that role help you at all? Kind of like detective, oh, yeah. detectives, like, you know. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I it definitely helped me. Not so much in that sense, but in the sense that, first of all, I think guest stars on Law and Order SVU, like when you're playing a victim on on that show, that's easily one of the most difficult jobs you could ever have on television because you're dropped in, you don't know anybody and you're playing the absolute emotional climax of this character's life. Like everything horrible has happened to them. And you just, it's your, it's always your first scene that you shoot. And so only scenes you're shooting for the episode are like at a 10 out of 10 emotionally. And so I think having that practice, because obviously uh, anyone that's seen Nancy Drew knows that Nancy goes through a lot. <laughs> uh, she has a very emotional journey. Uh, and so I think having that practice in terms of just being able to drop in really quickly to that emotional space was, yeah, fantastic practice from that show. And also on a different note, Mariska Hargitay is absolutely phenomenal in terms of being an onset leader. She's so graceful. She's very kind the way she communicates. And I think for me, stepping into that role on our show, having that example set and getting to watch someone like her operate in such a graceful way really informed the way that I wanted to handle myself on set, you know, off screen. Was there any Pacific that you like, uh, that you learned from her that you kind of just take that you took to Nancy Drew, like, okay, I'm going to do this this way, or like my mentality is going to be toward this scene or, you know, something like that. Yeah, I definitely, my first scene with her, my first scene that I shot, which was the biggest scene I had ever done on, on a TV show. And I was very nervous, but it was, uh, an extremely emotional scene. My character had just woken up in the hospital after all of these horrible things happened. And she's retelling 
the story of what happened. And we did my coverage first. So we filmed my side of the scene first and I really gave it everything I had. And then we turned around to film her side of the scene. And emotionally, I was so exhausted. I, and I was just uh, riding on such nervous energy and I wasn't matching the level of emotion that I brought on my side. And I remember her between takes, she said, Hey, I need to be in the same scene as you. So I need you to give me what you gave or else I'm, I'm in a different scene. I'm not the, when it's all cut together at the end of the day, if I'm not giving her what I gave her when they shot my coverage, then she's not going to be able to give the appropriate response to whatever my emotion is. And then it obviously, it just all kind of clicked into place and, and that sort of pacing and emotional stamina that you have to have as an actor to deliver for when the camera's pointed at you, but then also deliver in the same way when the camera's pointed at your scene partner, even though you're not on camera, you know? That's actually so cool. I love talking to actors about like certain stuff, like behind the scenes. Cause like as a fan, you just watch the show and be like, okay, cool. Da, 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 da. But it's always right. like, I, ne I never thought about it like in that type of way. Like that's actually cool to really hear. Do you have anything like any other stories like that? Cause that's actually like, my bad. That's actually yeah, crazy. no, no, I love, <laughs> this is like, I would talk about this all the time. Um, I remember there was also a scene that we did um, that was really challenging. It's the final scene of the episode. And it was just really intense. It was a big confrontation scene and there's a big reveal at the end. And it's also, it was really long. There was lots of different parts of it. And I just remember as we were working on it and reading through it, she was really open about talking. Just the way that she speaks to people is so respectful, but with such authority. And she's, she was sort of saying, you know, we need to keep the pace. We need to drive the story. We need to have this sort of build. So then there's this explosion and then we can play the fallout. And if we don't have the build, we don't get the explosion. We don't get the fallout. And she just, the way that she articulated that and kind of she had no shame in preparing herself also for the emotions of the scene. I feel like early on, on set, I was always so aware of people like watching me or, you know, judging me if I'm, you know, doing actory actor things, which you kind of have to do to emotionally arrive in, in a sort of space so that when the cameras are ready, you're ready to go too. And she was so good at just not giving a shit of what other people thought about her and like the way that she was preparing physically and vocally and all that kind of stuff. So like for you, like, what do you do to like hype yourself up for like, say like you have to do like the emotional scene or it's like any scene really, like what, what do you do like to prep yourself? Do you listen to music? Do you? Yeah. So my day always starts uh, usually on the way to work. And I listen to music. Music is a big part of uh, my work. I, I like to chart out kind of a character's experience in, in that sort of way. It kind of helps me carve out parts of my character arc for a season. But then also, you know, it elicits an emotional response. And so even if it's, even if I'm doing that emotional scene, say later on in the day, when I'm in the morning, in the car, on the way to work, listening to music, that sort of sets an emotional landscape for myself so that it's there when I come back to it later. Because the thing about network TV is you're filming so much in one day of so many different varieties. So you're, you know, you, you, 
you film your, oh, I just saw my grandmother get murdered. And then you're filming your birthday party. And like, you just have to be, and they, they happen so fast. There's no time really to give it everything you might be able to give it on a movie set or something like that, which moves a little bit slower. So having a kind of emotional uh, sort of landscape for myself that I can then put a cover over and, you know, go about my day like a normal person. And then when the time comes to shoot that emotional scene, I have all of that emotion there and I just kind of have to take the lid off of it. And so, yeah, music is a big part of that. And, and um, I think getting, I'm very into, um, physically preparing myself. I think there's something to be said. And this, this comes from, I have a drama school background and a theater background. And there's a, a line of thinking that physical exhaustion can really open up emotionally. Like when you're so tired physically, you don't have anything left to protect and cage your emotions. And so it kind of unleashes a really boundless supply of emotion. And that's sort of not being impacted by subconscious ways of sort of protecting yourself, if that makes sense. So a lot of times if I'm, I remember like, for example, before we filmed the car crash scene in the season three finale, we were outside in, in this, in a field and the environment was really cool. I mean, there was smoke everywhere and it was just very, the vibe was very solemn and, and I was just sprinting back and forth down this road that was closed off road. Don't sprint roads, kids, um, back and forth just to physically exhaust myself. So that when I went into the scene, there was just, I had nothing but the raw emotion of that moment. So. No, that's actually cool to hear. I love stories <laughs> like that. That's really, that's really cool to hear. As a fan, you just need to see what you see on TV, but you don't know what actually goes on. That's your own set. Right. Yeah. Uh, I know, like, for me, like, I know everybody that I know, like, just loves, like, crime stuff, even as podcasts and our TV oh, shows. Yeah. But do you, like, are you personally, like, a I love crime? Or is it, like, I got to step away from that because I already played Nancy, play Nancy Drew? <laughs> well, what's funny is I am really easily scared as a person in real life. I'm so anxious about things. I like can't watch scary movies. I can't listen to true crime. I can't watch true crime documentaries. It's, I find it so disturbing and frightening that I want nothing to do with it. I love it when it's fictional, but only to a certain extent. That's kind of, yes, like pure. I don't even know if I could stand watching our show if I wasn't in it because I think it would scare me. <laughs> Oh yeah, I know Nancy Drew's like um like what like just a great detective. I want to know like if you could partner her up with another detective, like what detective would you want to see her with? Oh, I mean Sherlock Holmes. I love Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I always have, so that definitely Sherlock. No, that would be that was actually my answer. I, was like, I hope she said <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Um, <laughs> uh, you could like. If you could like join another like mysterious or like crime solving show, like mm. outside of Law and Order and Nancy Drew, like which show would right. you want to be part of? Ooh. <laughs> you know, I loved uh Mara Town. I loved 
if they Ooh. ever did another kind of version of that or another season of it, I would, I would love to do that. No, that's a, I, that's a great show. I was, yeah, I was, that was hoping, fantastic. I don't know why they, I don't know, but that was a great show. Yeah, I agree. Um, since you like portrayed Nancy Drew, like, do you get any like strange fan requests from people like, Hey, can you help me out with my problems or solve this? Or anything? I know people don't know how to like separate the character from the person. So I just want to know. No, that's definitely happened. <laughs> um, which, you know, I'm no Nancy Drew, but I'm not bad. <laughs> solving things uh and it's happened a couple times uh you know on set and things like that but yeah sometimes people will message me strange things and I'm like I don't have the skill set to do anything about this what's like the most bizarre thing you heard like I know you probably get like some like I think you should call the cops for this one or something like what's like the most bizarre thing you heard thankfully there has been nothing to devious to uh you know frightening but there's a lot of people who what's funny is I feel like people ask me for advice a lot about things uh in their personal lives and what they should do about about it and I'm like I don't really know I don't really know you <laughs> and also I'm just trying to figure everything out too <laughs> so it's mostly things like that I know I, Nancy Drew again, like the craziest detective, one of the best detectives ever. Um, what like real life mystery would you like to see solved? Oh man, there's so much wrong with the world that there are so many things I would love to see solved. My God, <laughs> I don't know if I could pick one. <laughs> no, that's, that's fair. That's a fair one. Um, uh, before I let you go, do you have like any dream projects that you want to be a part of or is any upcoming projects that you're working on? Uh, well, as in terms of what I would love to do or to be a part of, I love fantasy. I, I absolutely love fantasy and I love period dramas. So I'd love to do a period, and like Jane Austen, like I would love to do a period drama, except for I'm not British. This is my big problem, <laughs> is that they, it takes, I mean, hey, Dakota Johnson just did Persuasion. She's not British. So I would love to do that. Or yeah, I would, I would love to be in some sort of, you know, if, if the Lord of the Rings prequel needs a swap out really good last minute, call me. <laughs> I, really, I I don't even add, but I really just want to find a way to just be on the set. Like, even if I'm handing out water bottles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I know someone who, uh, did he actually end up working on it? I don't remember. I knew someone who's going to go work on it. And I was like, you have to tell me everything. <laughs> no, yeah. I, just, I saw the trailer. I was like, yo, that trailer looks so cool. So good. So I just, good. I, was, I just want to be a part of it. Like, even if they just need an extra body to kill or something, like I'm there. <laughs> yeah, call anytime, anything, whatever they need. <laughs> I appreciate your time. I hope you have a lovely weekend. Uh, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. A total pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, have a great weekend. <laughs>